Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you uh, here in our Zoom It is. Videos. Good uh, to be with you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Zoom is awkward. Is, isn't it? I just love Zoom. Isn't it? We just talk over each other one day, Tim. We'll be together in the same room again, you know, at the same time. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, uh, and we're rolling with it because the school year started, and so praise be to God, we're still bus drivers, and we still know how to drive buses, and there still are some kids to transport to school, so that's, that's some big community news, and, and related to school, we, we, uh, we have a separate podcast that's, that's all about this, a brief one, but we have a cool COVID-19 uh, fund uh, grant opportunity, not getting the words out here clear. We have yeah. a, some mini grants available for families and teachers to help students with any needs that might come up because of um, doing homeschool, online school, uh, or whatever. So you, you need a different chair, you need a better headset, you need a mouse because you get tired of the, the trackpad on the uh, Chromebook. Um, we have up to $100 per grant, um, and we have about $1,500 to give away in the first round. So if you are a teacher or a family out there and you have some, a couple of things you need, uh, just let us know what they are, why you need them, the student you're helping. And uh, we have a brief online form that's going to be linked everywhere we can put it. And then let us know what you got afterwards. And But we will get you the money before you get it so that you can take care of it uh, and then let us know what you got. And that way we can help our students with their, their education experience. Uh, yeah. It's a small way that we can help. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So anything else that. we need to say on that? You can watch the dedicated podcast for the, for the full. Boat. Oh yeah. It's totally yeah. worth it too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Got to check out that podcast. Some of our best. Okay. Some of our finest. Work. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't, the bar is not set high, Tim. Uh, so, uh, what other community news? We already said school is back. That's good. Uh, do we have anything else we want to share uh, related to our wonderful community? Just praying for all the people affected by the fires, for sure. Yeah. Uh, be praying for the community of Malden, the surrounding area. Um, just uh, that town was devastated. Uh, we as a church haven't. Uh, committed anything to give yet but we're definitely keeping our hearts open to see what needs come up so if you know of something related to uh, the fire uh, or family affected or whatever just let us know perhaps there's a way we the church and we uh, the surrounding community of Palouse could help out yeah 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 that was pretty uh, you know sometimes we think about these wildfires and their effects and 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 it's something far away but it hit awfully close to home uh on labor day and and this weekend and i i heard an estimate from statewide uh 300,000 acres or something like that i don't even know how to like how do you comprehend how big that is you know but that's a lot mm -hmm. of acres yeah. burned and a lot of people affected here locally um and, and around the state uh, and neighboring states too, just just devastating fires. So, and thanks, yeah. uh, special thanks too to all of our um, firefighters and police officers and EMS folks uh, who respond to those. And uh, you know, just that's hard work. It's hard, yeah. hard yeah. 
work and we're so grateful for them and what they do uh, to protect us yeah. all. So thank you. To them. A lot of the departments out there on some of those fires, uh, maybe most of the departments that were out there were are volunteer, you know, yeah. uh, and most of the firefighters in the nation are, are volunteer. Uh, so thank you for all you do. Um, and I think and, and, in, yeah, I heard what's that? I was gonna say here in Palouse, I think we had three different crews out at different fires uh, on Labor Day. Um, and I don't know if I'm remembering right from council meeting last night, but I think it was like 18, 18 individuals from our community mm. who at various times, you know, cause they worked in shifts and relieved each other. And, uh, but 18 people or something out on Labor Day fighting fires and, and doing good work to keep our communities as safe as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a huge, huge amount of acres, as you said, I, I heard one report that the acreage that burned on Labor Day weekend, uh, including the terrible Labor Day Monday, uh, was equal to an average fire year. Mm -hmm. You know, some years are really high, but an yeah. average amount of acres for the whole year for the state of Washington. In one day. And uh, in, in, yeah, one day, one weekend. I, I wasn't sure if it was the whole, yeah. but yeah, just a huge amount. It just took off with that wind. So prayers for all involved and thanks for all who serve and, and let's keep open to find a ways to, to help because the disaster recovery is, you know, there's, there's short-term stuff and then there's some ongoing stuff that needs that will come up. So we want to keep our, our ears open as a church and a community for how we can help. Other, other community news, Tim, maybe we need to throw something in our newsletter about that. Note to Tim. <laughs> that would, uh, but uh, yeah, good idea. Church, church news. Um, we're we're still making progress towards uh, how to operate in the COVID nineteen world, and the the reopening task force and the church board is, uh, you know, we're working hard on that stuff. Uh, if you ever have questions about that, you can always contact Tim or me. You can call the church eight seven eight fifteen zero nine. We're making facility progress, policy progress. We're seeing the youth group is starting to meet in person with masks and social distance. We're starting to have some Bible studies uh, doing the same things, um, some outdoors, some indoors. So um, depending on when you watch this, things, things change pretty rapidly. So always check our, our announcements, um, you know, tune in for worship and, and listen to the announcements. Uh, but we're, we're making progress, folks. So, so don't tune out. Don't give up on us. Uh, keep praying for us as our leadership uh, works its way forward. Uh, we, we, we still have the same mission to worship and grow and serve and share. Got to do some things a little bit different, but uh, we're trying to, to balance everything to, to wisely take care of one another and love our neighbors uh, in, this, in this strange and difficult season. But, but God is definitely making a way forward for us. So yeah. you want to add anything to that, Tim? I don't think so. Oh, we have something coming up, don't we? Oh, uh, we want oh to right, right. We were going to talk. Yeah. We're doing a, a, an interview, or I don't know if that'll quite be the right word for it, but a, a dialogue perhaps with the reopening task force um, to talk about uh, some questions that people might have, help provide a little more information. And so uh, we've, we're working on sketching that out right now and we're hope, hopeful to have something out uh, in the next week or so. So folks yeah. should be on the lookout for that. Yeah. So it'll be a, it'll be a video and podcast of 
the whole team uh, answering questions uh, about what we're doing, what we have done, some stuff. Maybe you, you've heard stuff about the church and building changing or policies, what we're doing, what we're not doing. And we're going to try to just deal with questions head on. And, and then you have a chance to, uh, to hear that and also reply. And, and, uh, and yeah, so, so looking forward to that. And like Tim said, keep your ears and eyes open for, um, for when it gets posted. And please, please share it and let other folks in the church and community know about it. Because I think it'll be really informative and and it won't just be you and me speaking there's there's a few other folks on this team yeah so you'll get you'll get uh the wisdom of multiple different people so yeah all right anything else tim no i think that was it uh for today so uh the well there it's not it the big it for today is of course to talk about our study in john still so right Um, because this is our weekly regular podcast yes uh and we're, we're still hoping to get some music on our podcast we've kind of thrown it at the uh the high school who's looking for good activities for their students you know they have a audio visual program av program and uh so we've thrown it out them to maybe make us some do they call it bump music tim i don't know what they, or intro music and exit music. something like that yeah yeah like to make us a something cool and that fits us and and uh yeah, so we might sound semi-professional. They, they will sound professional, but it'll kind of cover and up. We'll, and then we'll ruin it. It'll all go downhill. Yes, yeah. From the yeah. beginning or uphill at the end. <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, so we're in John. And uh, as we, John 1 is where we're still at. We're kind of building a, a foundation for the rest of our study in the whole Gospel of John. Uh, we're going to be going through this Gospel for some time. And so we're doing little bits at a time right now, verses six through eight of chapter one is where we are this week. Uh, as we get deeper into John, we're going to be doing larger, larger chunks of John, big stories. And then once we get to that point, we'll move through the gospel fairly quickly and should have it done within the decade. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, that was a lot of setup for that punchline, but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, what I want to say before we get into the text itself is I, I really want everybody out there to be reading John and you can read other stuff too, but uh, as a church, you know, since we can't meet all together, we have limits on sizes of groups and everything, and we're not gathering right now for, for in-person Sunday worship. But one way we can be united is by reading uh, the word of God together and, and praying about what, what God wants to uh, to apply in our lives. So I just implore you, encourage you, uh, find a way to be reading a, a chunk of the Gospel of John a day and and thinking about what it says about Jesus. And and if you're really um, if you're really listening to that, really believing uh, what it's teaching you for your life, uh, those two simple questions: Who is Jesus? And am I believing this for my life? And and basically, the the metaphor we're using with that is. Am I picking up my Jesus lens, the lens of his love and grace, and am I choosing to look through that daily as opposed to all the, the negativity and the anger and the division and the politics and, and the fear out there? There's lots of lenses we could pick up, but what if we all united in picking up the good news and just looked through, uh, the, through the gospel of John, through the life of Jesus and said, ah, you know, life is a gift. Jesus came to love us. There's so much good about what's going on. I want to see my day 
through that lens. So uh, join us in doing that. Uh, I'm, I just finished a 21 day reading plan with a bunch of guys on uh, the Bible app going through the 21 chapters of the gospel of John. I'd love to start with another group can be a co-ed group can be whatever. Uh, if, if you'd like to read through the gospel of John with me, let's do it. Uh, you can of course do it on your own. You can do it with a Bible study. You can do it as a family. You can read a section at your dinner table um, every night uh, and talk about it. However you want to do it, let's just let's just do it. Let's just do it. It'll be good for all of us. Okay. Yeah. Was that enough of a sales pitch? <laughs> I think. I, yeah. There's not even really anything to buy. Just uh, just to read. It's free. It's free. <laughs> it's good for you. It's free. It'll make your day better. I don't know why we wouldn't do it. Except sometimes we just don't you know we just don't pick up the the right lens and we get grumpy and yeah, whatever you know, I, I get for, it i do it you go first to social media or you go first to the newspaper mm. or first to the the tv and essentially what you're saying is let's first go to the scripture and yeah. to the, in particular to the gospel of john like you said and use that to help us uh frame our the world and our place in it and, and how, how we should respond and live in this world. And so I, that's what we need to do. So let's yeah. do it. Like I you like said, it. just let's do, it. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, and we can look at that other stuff. Uh, it's not all evil, right? But we might look at it differently or more prayerfully or more hopefully, or because we started by looking at God's word and his good news and his hope for us first, we might say, ah, this is how I could help instead of just yeah. complaining or getting mad or getting depressed about it. So, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, so the gospel of John six through eight, uh, I'm going to just read our, our three verses today. Uh, chapter one, six through eight. Sure. Uh, and it's about John the Baptist. Uh, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Now this comes after a, a section that, that tells us that the light shines in the darkness and, and this light that's shining in the darkness that has come into the world, who also made the world, according to chapter one, we know is Jesus. John hasn't said that name yet, but he's talking about who Jesus was, the son of God, who he was eternally, that he had always existed, that he was God. And, and yet he came into our darkness uh, to be our light, to be our life. But he also sent a dude before him on, uh, who is not God, was a man. It says you know, the, there was a man sent from God named John. And that's a little confusing uh, for a couple of reasons, right? Because the book is named The Gospel According to John. But this John yeah. is a different John, right? Yeah. Um, I've been saying a dumb joke all week at the Bible studies that I grew up in a house with a couple of Johns. <laughs> but then a, a lady in one of our Bible studies says, oh, so did I. I had three Johns in my family. Like her dad was named John, a brother was named John, and uh, you know somebody else was named John. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was like, oh, I meant bathrooms, but, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, I think I think yeah, the, so, uh, I think it worked for the men's Bible study. Uh, I, like, don't, I, got that. I don't know if it worked for the other ones, honestly. Maybe. But uh, so we have 
we have John, the gospel writer, writing about, uh, starting in verse six, writing about this man sent from God, who was John the Baptist, who is mentioned in all four gospels. Right. He is no small character uh, in the mini- ministry of Jesus. He, he's really the setup man. Oh, one of our guys in Bible study called him uh, God's marketing plan <laughs> to prepare the way for Jesus. I thought that in secular terms, I thought that was a, you know, pretty good. I mean, he got a lot of attention, a lot of eyes focused on what was coming next. Um, and, and God, so God in his wisdom sent this, this wild man, uh, maybe that's not fair to call him this wild looking prophet, John, uh, in right here in, in the gospel of John, we don't have a description of him like we do in the other gospels. Right. Um, it starts, we're going to hear more about him in the gospel of John. This isn't the only place we hear about him, but when it first mentions him here, it, it's, it's kind of, I guess to use a big word, it's this, this theological understanding of why John came. The theological or the study of God understanding is he came because God sent him like, this is God's plan. It wasn't, like, oh, John had a great ministry, and then Jesus came and bumped him off. John had a great ministry of tens of thousands of people coming to see him, hear his messages, be baptized by him at the Jordan River, because God set it up that way. It was God's, God's plan, and he, he, the whole point was for him to be a witness uh, pointing, to, pointing to Jesus. Um, so... What, what do you think about this whole John plan? And, and, and maybe have you thought about why, why is the gospel of John start off diff, a little bit different in talking about John than the other gospels? It's not contradictory, right? But it's different. Right. Well, I don't, I, you know, I don't have any great answer for it other than that uh, he is a different person with a different perspective. And he was writing, I think you pointed out in our study, he was writing much later this gospel after the other gospels has had been had been written he had probably read them um and maybe he 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 felt this other lens perhaps for looking at at, at jesus and his ministry and god was, was necessary um i i just noticed as you were reading um for the first time uh, in your very first sermon, we talked about the purpose of this series, and we looked at the end of the gospel at chapter 20 and 21, and uh, there's some uh, some wording in, in chapter 20 that says, all these words have been written so that you may believe, and we're even calling our series that you may believe. And here in the uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 7, Uh, we have that theme introduced. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Um, And I hadn't, even though we've, I've read that, I don't know how many times, and we just had Bible study about it. Like in my mind, that did not connect until just a few moments ago. Um, But he's kind of bookended the book that he's written with, this is this is why these words are being written so that you may believe uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Jesus through through Jesus and and so um, you know you get a real sense I, none of the other gospels really they don't come right out and state that um, that I can think of off the top of my head quite as clearly as John does here that that's the real purpose uh, that he's writing 
Yeah. So he's connecting the dots for us, I think, is, you know, setting up uh, who Jesus is and not just who Jesus is, like the baby born in Bethlehem. He doesn't go there to start his gospel, but who Jesus is cosmically or eternally. And, and then part of who Jesus is, is the one that was um, spoken about by John. John came to prepare the way and to point to the Messiah and really John is kind of John the Baptist is a bridge between the old Testament and the new Testament. And, and so he, John, the gospel writer is connecting these dots. Like, you know, Jesus is the continuation of the creation story. Remember he starts chapter one by saying in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, and he talks about light and darkness, which is also in Genesis and all this. And he, so he's really making the reader think, you know, the character I'm going to be telling you about the person I'm going to be telling you about is the son of God who made all things. And he's the one that was prophesied about in the old Testament. And John came to draw attention to him so that people would believe in him. And so he's, he's really setting the reader up to want to know who this Jesus is because he's, he's eternal. He's the light. He was talked about by John the Baptist who was immensely popular. So you should want to know him yourself. You should want to believe in him too. Uh, and as you said, the whole book is just one continu continuous um, argument, not argument in a good way, right? Um, argument for why we should have faith in Jesus. Right. Um, yeah. And then I, yeah, I love to this language too about being the witness. Like John had this yeah. purpose to be a witness, and this isn't the only place that we we see that in the scripture. And I was just thinking, even in our study of First Peter, we were over the summer while you were on sabbatical. There was this beautiful verse about being called. Uh, we're called to be a witness to Him who called us out of darkness and into His marvelous light. Um, oh yeah, and some of that beautiful language about light and dark, and 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 here we have in the beginning of John and back into Genesis, but that we have this role. So that wasn't just John's job uh, to be a witness, but now we have a job as a witness too. And uh, our witness should be the same uh, about the light and that all might believe through him. Um, and so that's a little challenging too for us as we yeah. are reminded that, you know, that's our, it's our job as, as people who believe to bear witness and to, or witness to the light uh, of who God is and, and his love for uh, the world. Um, yeah. And, and we don't have to be anybody else to do that. Right. Like uh, we don't have to be John the Baptist. I don't have to be Tim Severs. Tim Severs doesn't have to be me. Uh, but if, if God has sent me to, to, to be one of his people, one of his followers, he is also calling me to, to, bear witness, like you're saying, to point towards Jesus and say, this, this is who Jesus is and what he's done for me. Uh, and it would be great if you believed in him too. And I think each of us through our own story and through our own personality um, can bear witness in, in different ways. And, um, you know, if he, if he, to go back to earlier in John chapter one, if he, if he made everything that was made, that includes you and I, and he made us different, right? With, with different personalities and different strengths and weaknesses, things we need to overcome. But, but we all, uh, we all have uh, the need to, 
to have relationship with him. And we all have this, this opportunity to share how, how he's helped us, how he's changed us. And so in that way, we're the same as John, right? Uh, yeah. And, and it's not just, not just too about how he's helped us, but I think the hope that the hope that we have in him, because that's what John was. John was pointing to the light, this great hope for the people that had been promised from ages ago, you know, that, that mm-hmm. Jesus was coming and that he would bring a way of restoration or the Messiah was coming, you know, that there would be this hope for restoration and, and for um, wholeness again with God. And, and that is what he, that is what he does for us. But, mm-hmm. um, but to speak about it too, in the, in those term, those kind of more, more global terms that, that that's, that hope is for, for everybody. God, yeah. wants, God's not willing that any should perish. He wants everybody to have, right. <coughs> excuse me, hope and hope in him. Uh, so yeah, testify. Yeah. To that. Amen. That he, he is the light. He is the light um, that overcomes any, any darkness. He's our, He's our victorious light. Well, I, I don't have anything more to say about that. That It's just a wonderful scripture. Uh, again, be in the Gospel of John. Be reading it. Uh, you can invite me to a reading plan through the Bible app. I'm going to start one again here soon. Probably a 21-day plan, so it's a chapter a day. Um, so look for that if you're on the Bible app. If you're not, it's free to join. Um, and just, I'm, I'm excited about this series. So if you haven't been tuning in, or, or listening to our sermons that are online, audio format on pluschurch.org. Uh, there's different ways you can get them, but uh, I recommend uh, our YouTube channel or Facebook to, to see, the, see or participate in the online worship experience, uh, if you can. And uh, not just see it, not just watch it, but, yeah. but worship together worship. with the yeah. songs and prayer and, uh, and hearing the word preached. So... Join us at uh, 9 and 11 on Sundays uh, or 1.30 in, in Pullman on the radio. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we can be united in, in worship even though we're, we're mostly separated in person, right? Because the, the light will not be overcome by any darkness, including COVID-19 and restrictions and all of that. Um, he is, God is greater. Amen. Cool. Amen. Well, we better wrap things up. So uh, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey coming to you from our uh, Hilltop Studios (laughs) in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. (laughs) You can do it, Tim. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. We hope you have a blessed week and that you too can just roll with it. (laughs) uh, We'll see you next time.